Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It is time once again for your raw review. This is your raw review for February 7th, 2022. We are 12 days out from Elimination Chamber, and Raw gave us a good show tonight. Big fan of this one. They did a really good job. They almost, almost had a no DQ free, well, a full show with no DQs. We almost got there, folks. Almost. But naturally, we had one tucked away. We'll talk about that once we get there. But overall, some good storylines starting to fill in. Uh, as we head towards Elimination Chamber, we got a, a brand new Elimination Chamber match that was announced tonight. So looking forward to that one. We'll talk about that as well momentarily. But the show itself, kick it off with the Alpha Academy's Academic Challenge. It was the Quiz Bowl to kick things off tonight on Sci-Fi. With the Olympics going strong on USA and NBC, they decided to move WWE content over to sci-fi. Now, this will also be for NXT uh, for the next couple of weeks. Um, so those of you who want to tune into the shows, make sure you check out sci-fi instead of USA Network. That way you can get all your, your wrestling fix. But kicking off this tonight, the first hour tonight was also commercial free. And I say commercial free in quotation marks because while it wasn't exactly real commercials, they were WWE based commercials. <laughs> so in a way, yes, it kind of made me feel like I was watching something on Peacock showing those types of commercials, but still, they did a pretty decent job. So this quiz bowl was essentially Jeopardy on drugs. <laughs> um, it was about 20, 25 minutes long, but it was entertaining as hell. Um, they hit a lot of jokes, a lot of weed references football references because they were in denver colorado tonight um and rk bro pulls out the victory a 5-4 victory tonight and when doing so have now guaranteed themselves a future raw tag team championship rematch against alpha academy so it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm excited for this match I have to say that I'm so thankful that they allowed Chad Gable to actually just go balls to the wall with this. He has completely stepped into his heel persona with the whole shoosh and don't boo education and the master, the whole thing. It's just, it's done so well. And it makes me appreciate him so much more. I really honestly hope they continue with that. I kind of want to see Alpha Academy retain again uh, against uh, RK Bro, only for other reasons. 
Um, but one of the big reasons would be I want to see where Chad and Otis can continue to go with this. Will they add to the Academy? Will we have a third member come in? I don't know. I think that would be outstanding. You you have Chad with more time on the air. It's just, it works. It works. Um, so a very entertaining um, segment to start off the show. We then jumped right into tag team action as the Street Profits came out after Alpha Academy lost and tried to rub some salt in the wounds. And we jumped right into that tag match. And the tag champs getting the job done. Gable with one hell of a reversal on Angelo Dawkins to secure the pin and get the win for the team. It was a bit surprising because the Street Profits have been white hot as of late. So to get a, a clean pin victory by Chad Gable, is, that's, that's pretty damn good. After that, we had MVP come out and do an introduction for the WWE champion, the almighty Bobby Lashley. And Bobby, being from Denver, Colorado, got himself a fantastic face cheer it was nice to see but something just felt off about this segment i don't know if bobby's i don't know i don't know bobby's promo was just weird i don't know it it didn't seem to flow and i don't know if he was having issues with the mic because i believe i caught him asking mvp at one point are they hearing me uh, maybe it's just the crowd not knowing when to really cheer. I don't know. It was weird. Like the whole segment was kind of weird. Uh, but we got the point at the sign because it's WrestleMania season. So we have to see how many times we get the point. Um, but yeah, I think that was maybe honestly the only awkward moment of the show. Um, otherwise, it was it was pretty good. Um, we had more moments. Uh, with Miss Bliss in therapy. Uh, she actually spent the week with the replica Lily. Um, and it's funny because her her outfits and mannerisms seem to regress a little bit being around the replica Lily. And uh, the therapist had her give the replica to him as kind of like a separation exercise and miss bliss just breaks down in tears and crying you know and then they kind of cut away from it we end up having another one later on which we'll get to in a little bit but we got back into the ring as we had a championship contenders match because we all know that's everybody's favorite match (laughs) uh aj styles taking on the u.s champion damian priest and this match for me match of the night loved this match the ending was literally phenomenal um aj was on the outside he jumped on the top rope gave his phenomenal forearm but the way it was delivered priest was bound coming off the other ropes and it was just a halfway across the ring just leveled beautifully gets the pin so aj now secures himself a u.s title shot which i thought might have been in the near future it ends up turning into a match that will happen next week. So will AJ go into the Elimination Chamber as the U.S. champ? We'll find out. But I think that match is going to be outstanding. Now, I mentioned 
women's elimination chamber match. So this will be contested under the raw side of things, and it will be between six ladies, and the winner will face the raw women's champion at WrestleMania. As of right now, we know five of the competitors. Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Dewdrop, and Nikki A.S.H. There is a mystery sixth opponent. We don't know who it is yet, and we did not find out by the end of this show. So it makes you wonder whether we'll find out next week or if we're going to have ourselves a surprise. And surprises are always fun. And especially being in Saudi Arabia could be interesting. So we'll see. Because as we all know, Lita will be taking on Becky Lynch at Elimination Chamber for the Raw Women's Champion. And then the winner of that match obviously will be facing the winner of the Women's Elimination Chamber match. Now, as for what's going to be going on on the SmackDown side of things, I'm not sure. We might just be getting these two Elimination Chamber matches, and I'm okay with that. I like the fact that we are getting two and not just one. And also, Saudi Arabia, we're going to have eight women wrestling. That is huge, huge. So I applaud all the work. That, honestly, all the work that WWE has done to allow this to happen, you know, in a country that <laughs> doesn't really give their females, you know, the the rights that they deserve. But I'm not going to get into a political <laughs> thing with that. I'm just going to kind of just let that sit as it is. I'm happy and I'm proud that there's going to be eight women wrestling on that pay-per-view um, in, a, in, that, in, in Saudi Arabia. So we move on from that. And we have Ms. TV with Ms. and Maurice and special guests tonight, Ray and Dominic Mysterio. Basically turned into a lot of Ms. kind of poking fun at Ray, at Dominic for the loss last week. And then... Uh, Miz does his best. Rodney Dangerfield talk about not getting any respect and how he should be on the WWE 2K games instead of Ray. And it all breaks down. There's some pushing, some shoving, and then Miz does the one thing that I think we all waited for. He looks at Dominic and says, Dominic, you're a lot taller than Ray. Are you sure you're not Eddie's son? And then Ray went nuts. Dominic ends up knocking out Miz and then we jump right into the match between Dominic and Miz because during Miz TV Miz pretty much just taunted Dominic and said oh you want another match let's go hey it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios premier wrestling podcast above the ring and Sam let's talk about Riverside.fm the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content Riverside.fm allows you to record studio quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives a much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. 
So we have that match. Match moved pretty quickly. Maurice tried to get involved. She ends up getting tossed. This time, Ray does trip up Miz. Miz tries to get Ray tossed. While he's distracted, Dominic able to roll him up, gets the pin, and gets the win. So now they're 1-1. I'm assuming next week we'll probably have round three, and that's fine. These types of things are fun. These are small little feuds. Let them happen, and then they move on from that. Honestly, I can, from what I can see here, this is really pushing towards Dominic. I'm sorry, Rey Mysterio and The Miz probably at WrestleMania. That's just how I'm seeing it, looking at it right now. And if that's the case, then that's great for both of them because they both deserve more time at WrestleMania. After that, we had women's action as Bianca Belair took on Nikki A.S.H., in a really good match, Bianca picking up the big victory. We had an interesting moment after this, and I made special note of this while I was tweeting tonight that the inevitable love angle between Data Brooke, our current 24-7 champion, and Reggie seems to have begun to bear some fruit. There was a moment where R-Truth, Tamina, and uh, Kira Tozawa were still trying to chase them down, and uh, Reggie and Dana had hid behind some containers, and they come out, and, you know, they're they're chit-chatting, and then, you know, Dana gives, you know, Reggie his thanks for, you know, for, for helping her and everything else, and then kisses her on the cheek, uh, kisses him on the cheek, kind of stops Reggie, kind of dead in his tracks, and they had that awkward, like, silence and then there was a hug and then they both kind of pulled away and stared at one another and then both realized what was happening and they went ah never mind so it's happening and obviously i know next monday is valentine's day so we can all expect some type of i don't know love segment maybe we'll get brother love back on the show it's always a fun time (laughs) it's just yeah um ever since this started i've been waiting for reggie to get his chance to get the 24 7 title back and i have this sneaking suspicion and i'm probably wrong but it would not surprise me if this happened if there was something going on between both dana and reggie and reggie ends up finding a way to screw over Dana and gets the title back. I I just have that feeling that eventually it's going to happen. And with it being Valentine's Day, why not? Seems like a very Vince thing to do, so I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Um, So, yeah, that <laughs> it's funny because I, I like the fact that they're giving somebody like Dana more time on television. She's a fantastic athlete. And I really feel like she never got her, her moment to shine. And while the 24 seven segments are not exactly long, it's nice to see her on television. Uh, Having her end up getting screwed over in the end, probably not the best way to go about things, but there's precedence here and it wouldn't surprise me. That's all I'm saying. Um, after that, we moved on to more action as Kevin Owens looking for some revenge, taking on Austin Theory. 
and uh, Austin Theory once again getting brand new music. I think this is like the third time since he's come up to the main roster, so I don't know what's going on here. But Kevin Owens gets the win, getting a stunner, and putting Vince's new boy down for the count. I do like the fact that they had a little moment in the back again with Vince and Austin Theory. No words were spoken. The, the commentators were doing their bit, talking up the match, and you just see Mr. McMahon just smiling at Austin Theory, and it looked like it looked like uh, Mr. McMahon was proud of him. So it's uh, it's it's nice it's nice to see. After that, we had our segment with Lita, and she comes out to the ring and starts talking about her match at Elimination Chamber against. Becky Lynch, which, of course, causes Becky to come out. They have themselves a little argument back and forth. Lita with a fantastic line stating that without Lita, there'd be no Becky Lynch. But now that there is Becky Lynch, there will not be a Lita. So she's pretty much looking to end Lita come Elimination Chamber. So. This should be a fun match. Um, Lita definitely doesn't seem like she's lost a step. They ended up having themselves a little brawl. Becky took the lead in the beginning, and then Lita was able to finish her off at the end with a twist of fate, and then her moonsault off the ropes, and Lita looked flawless doing so. So big props to her i'm excited for this match it's been 15 years she said since she's had a title match so that's kind of huge after that we got more veer hype stating that he's he he will not be contained for much longer i mean this man's been coming since october so my god how much is left (laughs) um after that we moved on to a segment in the back that was a little upsetting to me personally on a personal note i'm a big kevin owens fan so kevin had said earlier in the night to seth rollins that after he beats austin theory tonight that there's no possible way that kevin would not be at re-added to the elimination chamber match they would take out austin theory and put kevin owens in he went to the back talking to adam pierce sonia deville sonia in uh, a sling due to what Rhonda had done to her last Friday. Kevin coming in, saying, all right, you know, you saw what I did. You know, you're going to put me in the match now and take out Austin Theory. And Sonya and Adam are like, no, those qualifying matches were final. And that's that's the end of it. And then Sonya said something that rocked me to my core, and I was very upset about it. (laughs) She said that it doesn't even look like Kevin Owens will be at WrestleMania. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. This is supposed to be the most stupendous WrestleMania ever. Two-night event. How can we not have Kevin Owens? And Kevin went into this elaborate explanation about why Texas means so much to him. And that he points to, like, tattoos on his arms. And, like, this might as well be, you know, the 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 tattoo for Texas. And, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He t- named off all these accolades of stuff that have happened in Texas for him. And it was just, it was great. Um, reasons why I love this man so much. It's just so fantastic. You want to call me a stand, whatever. I don't care. I love Kevin Owens so much. 
So naturally, everybody went to the internet. Gifts galore. All these, <laughs> all these Kevin Owen gifts with the with the cowboy hat that he took from <laughs> uh, from um, JBL, and it was just, it was a good time. I appreciate it. I hope that this ends up turning into something. Um, but yeah. After that, we moved on to more women's action as Dewdrop took on Liv Morgan with Dewdrop picking up the big victory here. Uh, we then went back to therapy for Miss Bliss. And this time it's been a week later. She's been away from Lily. And now she seems to be trying to rein in her anger issues, talking about how she was cut off several times Um by people while she was driving and, and while she was parking and inside of a grocery store. And it's interesting that she keeps using the words cut off. Now you could kind of look at it. It has multiple, it has multiple possibilities here. You can talk, you can take it literally as like getting cut off while you're driving in a highway or, you know, at a parking lot when somebody cuts in front of you to get into a parking spot, or you could talk about being cut off as she was cut off from Lily uh, by Charlotte or, you know, being cut off from, you know, the fiend. And uh, there's a lot of possibilities that kind of tie into here. But again, a week without Lily, there's more and more normalcy that's coming back to Miss Bliss. She's not as gothic looking. She, her hair is more of a normal uh, style. And it's it's still subtle differences that they do every segment that just make me appreciate both Miss Bliss and WWE for how they try to do this. A lot of people don't get it. A lot of people just want to complain about it because they just want, you know, the goddess to come back or the five feet of fury to come back, which is who I kind of saw tonight with her threatening to like, you know, just beat up people for, you know, cutting her off and whatnot. But it it's it's good entertainment and it's it's art it truly is and i really hope people go back and watch these and pay attention to it because they do such a good job with it and then after that we went to our main event singles action as the drip god himself seth rollins took on mr riddle and here here is where i discussed where we almost had a DQ free night match was going on for a good five, six minutes. It's going pretty well. And Riddle and Seth are both on the outside. And then all of a sudden KO comes out of nowhere, starts attacking Riddle, gets a DQ. And then the moment that happens, Randy's music hits. Randy comes down, immediately RKO's Kevin Owens. We go to commercial. As soon as we go to commercial, I'm like, hold on a minute, player. I smell myself a tag team match coming up. And lo and behold, we got back. We have a tag team match. <laughs> Tag team, tag team match was outstanding as well. I love Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins as a tag team. I love RK Bro as a tag team. This was just a great match altogether. Seth getting the stomp on Riddle, getting the win for himself and Kevin Owens. Things are looking good. And then, of course, Randy decides at the very end, no, 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 you're not going to get out of this unscathed. Delivers another K, another RKO to Kevin Owens as we end the show. So a very entertaining show on sci-fi tonight. I highly recommend you guys going back and looking at a couple of these matches. 
Um, obviously, the AJ Damian Priest match would be the first one. The main event was actually really good. Um, the women's matches were good too. There really wasn't, like I said, there really wasn't a bad match. The only kind of awkward segment was Bobby Lashley's segment. Um, but even still, good quality show tonight. Um, hopefully next week's will be the same as it's the go home show for Elimination Chamber. But guys, that's it for tonight. Thank you so much for listening as always. If you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram and on YouTube as Above the Ring. Our latest episode, 119, Podcast Housing, is up on YouTube. So please, if you don't listen to it on the podcast, go watch it on YouTube. Go see Sam and I's face first time since the end of last uh, last year. Um, you can find myself pretty much everywhere is scotty j stream and you can find this podcast on basically every podcasting platform that is out there if you are listening to one that we're not a part of let us know we'll add ourselves to it though you can do a one-stop shopping and add a little bedlam to your day from above the ring now i would like to also plug out um good pods we're on there it's a brand new app uh that's getting some traction when it comes to podcast listening, we're currently ranked number four in wrestling and number seven in all sports. We want that top spot. So download the app, go find us on there, like our, uh, follow our show, like our episodes, rate them, listen to them, tell your friends about it. We want to get that top spot. We were as high as number two. We slipped a little to four, but we're still trying to hold on so we can get back up to that number one spot. So, guys, thank you so much, as always. Most importantly, though, please do not forget to ship it and join the Bedlam. Hope you have a wonderful night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.